This is the story of writing for January 29th, 2024. On this day in 1845, a New York City weekly newspaper published The Raven. It was the first time its author had anything published under his actual name, Edgar Allan Poe. It was also the most popular thing Poe wrote, and it gave him some notoriety during his lifetime. The Raven has become one of the most well-known poems in America. And it was on this day in 1886 that German engineer Carl Benz patented his gas-powered automobile. He called it the Benz Patent Motorwagen, and it became the first car to be produced and sold. On January 29, 1891, Liliaka took the oath of office to become the only reigning queen and the final monarch of the Kingdom of Hawaii. Less than two years later, both the queen and the monarchy itself were overthrown by a group of 13 Caucasian businessmen and lawyers. Their intent was partly financial and partly political. They wanted Hawaii to come under the governance of the United States. Then-President Grover Cleveland sent James Blunt to the island nation to investigate the overthrow and determine its legitimacy. Blunt's final report, five months later, was, well, blunt. He wrote, Should not the great wrong done to a feeble but independent state, by an abuse of the authority of the United States, be undone by restoring the legitimate government? Anything short of that will not, I respectfully submit, satisfy the demands of justice. It is the birthday of the dramatist who wrote, Don't tell me the moon is shining. Show me the glint of light on broken glass. The writer Anton Chekhov was born on this day in 1860. He is a tremendously influential figure in modernist thought and art. Chekhov's plays Ivanov, The Seagull, Uncle Vanya, Three Sisters, and The Cherry Orchard put humanity and creativity under a sometimes harsh spotlight, but it reveals our vulnerabilities amid the uncertainty of our lives. It is the birthday of the teacher and activist who wrote, All that we ask for is justice, not mercy or palliation, simple justice. Surely that is not too much for loyal citizens to demand. American writer and editor Florida Ruffin Ridley was born on this day in 1861. Her professional life was shaped partly by the accomplishments of her parents. Ridley's father, George Ruffin, was the first African-American graduate of Harvard and first black judge in the U.S. Her mother, Josephine St. Pierre Ruffin, was also a writer and civil rights activist. Ridley came of age after the Civil War and attempts at Reconstruction. And those events sparked a largely unchecked backlash by white supremacists demanding legislation enforcing a racist social hierarchy. They were also increasingly violent toward people of color. Lynching became the most pressing issue for Ridley. The targeted torture and murder of black men by white mobs had become commonplace, and it terrified black communities. Ridley believed black people needed to build the kind of political power structures that could help put an end to lynching. So Ridley, her mother, and others took part in the women's club movement. They created local and regional groups that began working toward political change. Ridley and her mother also launched The Woman's Era, the first U.S. newspaper published by black women, with reporting on lynching and other important topics, including the call for women's suffrage, it quickly built a national readership and encouraged readers to keep forming and growing women's clubs. In the 1920s, after women won the right to vote in the U.S., Ridley began writing stories that are now considered part of the Harlem Renaissance. 
Today's reading is from an open letter in the Woman's Era newspaper, written by Florida Ruffin Ridley and published in 1894. We do not pretend to say there are no black villains. Baseness is not confined to race. We read with horror of two different colored girls who have recently been horribly assaulted by white men in the South. We should regret any lynchings of the offenders by black men, but we shall not have the occasion. Should these offenders receive any punishment, it will be a marvel. We do not brand the white race because of these many atrocities committed by white men, but because lynch law is not visited upon this class of offenders, we repudiate the claim that lynching is the natural and commendable outburst of a high-spirited people. And that is the story of writing for January 29th. Thanks for listening. 